This is the Victory Life Today podcast with Al and Angie Berg. Together, we'll learn how to stand in victory each and every day. Live life set ablaze by faith, filled with purpose. Live life above your circumstance. Welcome to Victory Life Today. I'm Al Burke. And I'm Angie Burke. Thanks so much for joining us today. We're going to be talking about your view of God. Now, everybody has a view of God, and I'm not sure if it's always all that correct, but the point of this message today is going to be that your view of God means everything because Al, like Al, you've always said, uh, the way you see God is the way your life is going to go. That's the way your life's going to be. If you see God as hard and mean, and he's always mad, then your life is going to function under the weight of that. Absolutely. You're going to walk around feeling condemned and you never please God. And, and, uh, you always, you know, you know, my, uh, growing up, I used to hear, you know, the Lord is watching you. Yeah, yeah. You know, and really now that I know the Lord, it's like He's he, the Lord is watching over you, and it's much better. Oh, but much the Lord better. is watching you brought fear that this was a hard God, and I better not do this, and all performance based and everything. And my whole childhood life was like that. But you know, then when I got to know the Lord, I realized it's completely the opposite. When you actually get to know who God is, it's yes. the opposite for the most part of what's been taught in the church. Yeah. For the last hundred years, not everybody everywhere, but that's what, you know, I got saved when I was 29 and I was just all kind of happy. God loved me. I knew he loved me because he accepted me the way I was. Right. And then I started, you know, going to church and having teachers and they were all like, what, what are you? I said, no, you don't understand. God's going to bless me. He's going to prosper me. God loves me. This is, And they just threw me out. Right. And right. you don't understand. He's mad. And he's a holy God. And, and he's. You- yeah, yeah, he's holy and you better be holy. And we've just had a an, another example of somebody out there in, in uh, the Christendom picking on someone else. who's And his view is God is hard and mean. And the other person was, no, God's good. Right. And it's like an attack mode on him. Yeah. You know, I many, uh, many years ago when I started out at this, I just saw that God was for me and not against me. Right. And their attitude was he's against you. You know, I had a friend of mine call me up one day and he's, he said, you know, Al, he said, God wakes up in the morning and he says, something about you, boy, just ticks me off. And I said, that's 100% wrong. There's something about you. Maybe there's a reason to be ticked off, but God's not ticked off. He he wakes up in the morning and he just thinks you're the greatest. He's he's not looking. He can't, you know. He can't even remember your, if you repent of your sin, he can't even remember it. Right. So it's like, how can he not have a good opinion of you? Because right. he doesn't even see all your sin. He just sees you as good. And um, He this, treats you as if you've never sinned. He treats, I mean, think about that. Yeah. And so what happens is there's this view of God that he's sort of mean and mad. And what that does is it shuts you down. Right. You'll right. never do anything God wants you to do with your life right. if you're always concerned that at any moment he's going to kill you and at any yeah. he's always mad at you. How are you going to do anything for God? Right. How are you going to be anything right. for God? Um, I would say this. Live as clean as you can. God will clean you up. You'll never live perfectly holy. Do it, Do the right thing all the time. But that's not the issue. The issue is focusing on what God wants you to do with your life because that's what he's looking at. 
And this whole thing, when I when I get holy enough, I'll try to do what God wants me to do. You'll never be holy enough. It's That's you right. were made righteous. It's over. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Your performance doesn't make God happy. Your performance doesn't get you into heaven. Your performance can and will produce rewards for you, but God loves you anyway. Right. And He's just not man. That's right. And particularly in the Old Testament, it yeah, was gonna, it was God was mean and mad all the time. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Job a little okay. bit here anyway. And here's what happened to this man. I'm not gonna read, I'm just going to paraphrase things. Some messengers came to him and told him that the oxen and his donkeys were raided and that the people stole all their animals and killed all their farm hands. Okay, that was the first message. Fire burned up his sheep and all the shepherds, and raiders stole his camels and killed his servants. That's a bad day. That's a bad day. Absolutely. I mean, that's a bad day. Your sons and daughters. Yep. And then they tell him that your sons and daughters were together, and a heavy wind swept in and hit the house they were in on all sides. The house collapsed, and all the kids died. This is all and coming to And that's worse him. than the other one. Right. It's getting worse progressively. Right, right. This man was a very wealthy man. The Bible says that he was blameless, and he lived in complete in, a complete integrity, and he feared God, and he stayed away from evil. So this was a good, godly man. So when he heard all this stuff, he shaved his head, which was the, uh, a the sign thing of, of like humility just, at the just, time. Yeah, and sadness and grief. Yes. And he fell to the ground and he began worshiping. And uh, in chapter 1, verse 22, it says this. It says, in all this, Job did not sin by blaming God. Now, you know, that's interesting because that was his view of God. That was his view of God. So when it came time to curse, which I'm going to show you in a minute, uh, so the devil attacks his body. Now he now he's attacked physically with boils from head to foot. And here's what his wife tells him. Are you still trying to maintain your integrity? Just curse God and die. And he called her foolish and he would not curse God. I guess they might have had two different uh, um ideas of what God was like. I'm not really sure. Maybe that was just the culture of the day. But it's interesting that that Job did think that you get the good with the bad. He really did. He he thought that God, you know, sometimes gives good and sometimes gives bad. But either way, even if he felt God did this to him, he still was not going to curse God. And I want you to put that in today's uh, life. Just living. It's the same kind of thing today. Bad things happen all the time. You know, stuff happens and it's not good. And some people blame God and they get all yes. mad at God. And, you know, I've noticed that, that people who are really angry with God, if you really get into their life, they always started out Christian. And oh, things wow. didn't go well, and things went really bad in their life, and they gave up. They got disappointed. Well, you always say that about there's no such thing as atheists. Atheists is, my experience has been, every time I encountered an atheist, all I do is I ask them, well, what happened to you that God, that you got mad at God? That's right. And it was like, well, how did you know my life? Because they're all the same. And they answer it. They're all brought up Christian, and now something happened, and they're mad at God, and they're going to make him pay by being an atheist. Right, right. And I said to them, you're not an atheist. You're mad at God. Right. Because if you were an atheist, you wouldn't care. God wow. didn't do this. Wow. God doesn't exist cool. if you're an atheist. So 
they sit there and, you know, you kind of knock them back a notch and say, just show me what happened that you got mad at God. Because right. it wasn't God, it was the devil. Right. And the devil said to you, God did that. To That's you. right. And they bought it. Yeah. They bought the lie. You know, it's kind of like, I, you know, I look at the school system with the evolution. How could you buy something, a lie that stupid? You came from green slime, green slime and then you were a frog, Monkeys. and then you were a monkey, and then you were a person. And the way they make it all work is 100 billion, 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 billion years. Somehow, if you do all that, the frog <laughs> turns into a person. And they don't make any sense at all. Right. It's just, it fits right. their narrative. But, right. you know, the point is, they're mad at God. Right. And they're going to, all the devil wants is curse God. We'll get That's into right. that in a minute. That's so, okay, right. all the devil wants you to do when all, when he brings this evil or the world brings it, we just live in this fallen world and things happen. That's right. You know, I had a, a truck that got crashed up in November and now it's July and it's still not fixed. It's not fixed because they, they can't get parts. It's it, no one's bad. Right. You know, they right. just we live right now with the with the COVID thing. As we, you know, as we're filming this at this point in history, you can't always get parts and things right. aren't the way they want. So that's a fallen world. Right. It's not God. God was helping me and showing me how to get the parts. He's for you. That's right. Not against you. That's if that's right. nothing else that you can remember in your life. God is for me. He's not against me. God wants good for me. He doesn't want bad. That doesn't mean the good's going to happen. God wants you rich. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. God wants you healthy and healed. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. But he's not the one that's preventing it. Very There's good, factors, yeah. you know, that prevent the healing. We were talking about this with the merry heart doth good like a medicine the other day. And there's reasons why you're sick. Right. And <clears throat> part of it is this fallen world. So anyway. Right. Um, God doesn't do anything. One of the, the wrong, the uh, just the lies of the enemy is God did this to teach you a lesson, whatever it might be. Yeah. You know, well, and that's incorrect. Well, faith comes by calamity. Yeah. No, it doesn't. <laughs> well, that's what they say, because right. God did these bad things to you to teach right. you a lesson. But the Bible says faith comes by hearing. You right. learn by hearing the word of God, listening to these TV shows, listening right. to whoever and, and learning. Um, right. <clears throat> that's where faith comes from. These Absolutely. problems that happen to you in life, they're designed to destroy your faith. Yeah. Or, or remove or, or lessen your faith. Right. God does right. not kill your kid, give you cancer, or break your arm to teach you a lesson. Amen. If you want to learn something, read the Bible. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? When you become a Christian, really, depend. you know, you we were talking about life runs by what you believe. Your life will run by what you believe. Everything is set in motion by what you believe. That's right. You just need to accept it and believe it and go on with what God has for you because he's got a whole life mapped out for you. Before you were born, he, there was a book written about you with your name in it and everything God wanted. That was his will for your life. Doesn't mean it's going to happen, but that's what he wanted to do. But because you have a free will and he will not mess with your free will, he will not go there. You have a free will to accept God, not accept God, to do what he wants you to do, do half of what he wants you to do. It, it, this is the way God made the world. And he right. did that because then we can love him 
freely. We're not robots. Right, exactly. We love, it's a, it's a free will decision to love God or not love God. And so when you do love God, it's something, it, it, he didn't make you love him. He right. And, and by doing that, by giving us free will, he took a risk. Yes, he of, did. Of maybe some people not loving him, which there are quite a few people in the world that don't know him, don't love him, don't right. want to know him, you know. And he yeah. took that risk, but the love that we have for him uh, overrides that, and he, and he gets so much pleasure out of that. Yes, you know? think about how many people were created and wind up in hell. That doesn't make God happy. No. He, no. Had, he had a good life planned out for them, and they rejected God. Right, um, right. But he will not mess with their free will. And if they reject right. God, he, that's it. God never sends anybody to hell. You send yourself. The best the devil can do is get you to curse God. Yep. By, and, and not curse God, say like, I curse you or use a curse word. It's like more like unbelief. It's more like coming to him and saying, why did you do this to me? What kind of God are you? You promised me a good life and this is what I get, you know, and that kind of thing. What did thing. I do that was so wrong? Show me what I did that was so wrong because I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And that's what Job was saying. He right. said, I didn't do anything wrong. I, I don't know why this is happening. Right. right. But right. I know it is God. I'm not cursing God. Right. You know, and this is, it happened. Right. You know, and, and sometimes I know in my own life, like when you're walking with God with as much as you have, you've poured your life into the gospel. Yeah. You've poured money into the gospel and bad things happen. It's like, look, Lord, you got to You got to fix this thing. You know what I mean? Why did you do this to me? He didn't do it to you. Yeah. And I always say, I, I really believe in my heart if you're listening to God and what he says, most of this won't happen. Right. Because he'll tell you, don't get on that airplane. Yep, he will. Even if you've already made your reservations. You, here, here's what, I, what God wants. God wants the right or the permission from you to change your plans if he feels you need to change your plans. And I, I heard that a long time ago, and I thought that was great. So you go ahead and you make your plans. But always have it in the back of your mind and heart that, Lord, I'm going to do this. But if either I'm making a mistake or you just feel like changing my plans, help me to be open to it and to hear you enough to do that. Do you know that that saved many people's lives? When God told them, you know, don't go on that airplane. He said, well, I got this meeting plan. It happened to Andrew Womack. He said, I, I, I'm going across the, you know, I, and, the, and he said, I don't have peace about it. And they got mad at him. You know, it was a couple of weeks before his trip out of the country. And they got mad at him. They said, we planned everything. He said, I'm sorry, I don't have peace. Well, he had the peace when he made it. So God obviously knew something was going to happen. It was something changed in the natural. And he didn't go. And that plane crashed. And everybody died on that plane. So, you know, you have to. Be sensitive and know and just, but give God the permission to change your plans if he sees fit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's always That's good. Like, you know, and then, and this is another thing. I have a pastor friend of mine that he's a man of God beyond belief. Yes. And he got, he's older now and he got hit by a car and he's in really, really bad shape. Well, was he some kind of sinner? No, he wasn't. He's no. an awesome man of God. You know, things are going to happen. We live in a fallen world right and you do your best with it when we get to heaven none of this stuff's gonna happen you know al i noticed that in this thing with job he had bad counsel all the way around <laughs> Don't get it all the time i mean can you you gotta make sure you get godly counsel 
Okay, I think that says that in Psalm 1. That's the first Psalm. Is get counsel from godly people who you trust and know the real deal. His wife told him, curse God and die. And his friend told him, Job, you must have done something to deserve this. I mean, you know, and they were all giving him, and Job just stood his ground and said, I'm not going to curse God. And I didn't do anything to deserve this. Yeah, I no. did nothing. I live an upright life. And, and, wow, that is amazing to be able to say that. I know. And, and in that day and age, and you know wow. what? He maintained his integrity. He sure did. He said, I didn't do any of that. And they he said, sure well, you did. must have. That's the only way this could happen. No, it doesn't mean that. That's right. All the more we need to understand these things happen and it doesn't mean you're a bad guy. Right, right. You know what I mean? But your view of God will change everything. And if you think that he brings sickness or broken, what about your broken hip and, and stuff like that? I mean, we knew right away God didn't do that to you. Right. You fell off a ladder. You felt led to come down and you didn't do it in time and fell off. And, you know, I remember you got a call when you were in the hospital. And what did the lady say to you? She said, I, I, yeah, she said, God broke your pelvis because he wanted you to slow down and spend more time with him. So God smashed my whole body up because I wasn't spending much time with him. Wow. And the reality is at that time in my life, I was spending all day, every day with God. I was I was in the Bible right. up a storm. She didn't even know. Right. They just assumed. And, um, and you know, you might feel like if you're a Christian that you shouldn't have these problems. And it seems like we have the same problems as the world has, but you've got to know who your enemy is and who's coming against you. You know, you know, you look at the unbelievers, you look at the world, and they don't even seem to have some of the problems I know, that Christians have. Many times. And it's because we are really in a war. We're in a spiritual war. If you don't understand, as a Christian, you are in a knockdown, drag out, take no prisoners war with the devil from the day you became a Christian till the day you die. You will not understand Christianity. Right. You will wind up like these people where God right. is doing this to you for a reason. Because what they do is they say everything is God. You know, I was in a, a denominational church many years ago, and I would say it this way. Basically, it was kind of like the devil didn't exist. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because that true. was negative. We don't want to talk negative. Well, reality is the devil's running around. And uh, anyway, um, <clears throat> we need to understand we live in a fallen world. Right. doesn't always work all that good. God will lead you and he'll direct you and he'll show you to do things. And if we do them, usually things will come out really pretty good. The problem is we kind of half obey. But anyway. Um, yeah. We have a, a pastor friend of ours, really godly man. He goes all over the world doing miracles. He has such a correct view of God and God's love for his beloved, right? A correct view, beautiful view. He loves God. He knows God's not his problem. And yet for some reason, he has two children that uh, are older, like 20, 22, whatever, but they never pass three years old in their mind. And, and there are several reasons why he thinks that happened. And uh, so he's raising these two children for 20 years now, 21 years. And uh, he's going around he seeing healings everywhere, healing everyone he comes up to. Right out, we, we take him out to dinner and he, he, we can't even go to the, 
the car without him stopping and praying for someone. And he is a healing evangelist and goes, he's traveled with Todd White. I mean, he's been all over doing this stuff and he's seen miraculous things happen, but he can't, but the prayers for his own children don't seem to have worked. And you know why he can get through, Al? And you know why he is? He is on this and he will not stop serving the Lord because he knows God. He has a correct view of God. And he knows that God did not do this to his kids. He knows God did not do this. That helps you. When you know God is not your problem, you're free to serve him and you want to serve him. In fact, he's your helper and he's the one that will help you. So, you know, it's important to have the correct view of God. Absolutely. And, and, and we have a lot of wrong, wrong opinions about God and the way he and what about what about Oral Roberts? I remember he he had, uh, I don't, I think it was his daughter-in-law and son. Yeah. Who were, years ago, of course, who were killed in a, in a plane crash. And word came to him and he was like devastated. He had to raise their kids. Yes, the grandkids. And then... Four years later, his other son committed suicide. And you know, that's a, he did go to God and he said, he just asked the question, why? I mean, that's a logical question that any parent would ask. Why, God? I'm serving you. I love you. Why? And the Lord said to him this, there are just some things you don't know. And you know what? We're going to have to be good with that. If, if something's going on in your life and you don't understand the why, you're just going to have to settle in your mind. There are some things we don't know, we probably will never know, but you trust God anyway. And that's the word he got. And you know why he could go on and die at an old age and have a tremendous ministry that his son took over with Lindsay and everything? You know why they could do that? Because they had the right view of God. They knew he wasn't the one that killed his kids. You know, it just makes all the difference in the world. Wow, that's good. So you want to read this out from Matthew? Um, um, no, you could read that. Oh, this is, uh, this is about the talent, you know, and the one that, that didn't ha- did, hit the talent in the ground. He wasn't using it. He said, Master, I knew that you were a hard man. Now, I'll talk about that a little bit because... A lot of people today think that God is a hard God. It's all about your Christian worldview. If you see God as hard, it's going to cause you to do certain things. That's what this guy did. Exactly. But if you, the other guys before that, if you see God as good and a blessing and a wonderful, then it will cause you to do what the other ones did. Yes. Because they were like, God is so good to me. I'm taking off 100 miles That's an hour. That's right. And I'm going to proclaim his word and I'm going to... Look, Master, I, I, I brought you a thousand souls. Right. Right? Or I did whatever you wanted to do. I, I did this, Master, because I saw you as a good God and wonderful. Yeah. And if you read that in the scripture, God rewarded them. Yes, he did. He gives them them all back. And they yeah. were saying, here, we give this to you. You're the Lord. He goes, ah, I'm going to give it to you. Right, right. But you know, this guy, it's a perfect example here. He thought... If you think God is a hard God, I don't blame you if you don't serve him. If I thought, Al, that God was a hard God and not for me, but against me and always picking on me and always checking on me. How can you serve him? Right. I wouldn't want to. And this this guy actually did what's natural. Look, I really believe you are a hard God. You reaped where you didn't sow. 
You know, he was blaming him for stuff. You gathered where you didn't win out, you know? So I was afraid. He, he was afraid. He was afraid, yeah. There you go. He said, wow. I was afraid of what you were going to do. Right. I, I never know. So I just took what you gave me and buried it in the ground. And here it is. I'm, you know, I'm afraid of you. Here's your talent back. Here's, right. That right. was actually an amount of money at the time. But I would say that when you read that, the other guys said, look, you're right. He, he reaped where he didn't sow. These other guys sowed for him. Right. And they said, here's right. what we've done. We brought, so you more, we brought you more back. So and the funniest part is, again, God rewards him. And he goes, I don't want any of it. Right. But what did he say to this guy? He said, you wicked and lazy servant. Right. My wow. God, that's what, if you have a wrong opinion of God, that's what you're going to live. You're going to live that out. You're not going to serve him. You're not going to want him. You want nothing to do. You know, many people I know that are disappointed in God because they didn't get their prayers answered and they don't serve him anymore or they, they keep him at arm's length. Like I'll go to wow, church, that's so but that's true. about it because I want to get into heaven. But, you know, after all, you disappointed me in this. Well, there's a lot of factors you, you, that come into why your prayers are not answered. You never you know, know at any moment when God's going to do some terrible thing. Right, right, exactly. And that's the way they live. At any moment, some terrible right. thing could happen, and it's gone. Right. So your view of God will either make you or break you. Make sure it makes you know his love for you and know that he's a good God who is not mad at you. We want to encourage you to go to VictoryLifeMinistries.org today. We have many resources available to you, and you could also become a partner with us and, and get the same rewards we're getting just by sitting here. You donating to this ministry, you get the same rewards in your life, in this life, and in the life to come. So we encourage you, go to VictoryLifeMinistries.org. We appreciate you joining us today. We want you to join us next time. And remember, victory is always yours through Jesus Christ. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for new episodes each week. You can help us by rating the show or by simply sharing this episode with your friends. Learn more about us and find tons of resources that will help you grow your faith at victorylifeministries.org.